What is up, everybody? Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time you're listening. Namaste, I guess. So much has happened within this last week between episode three and this episode four. I want to stop talking about the virus, but I believe it's not going to end anytime soon for America. Because if if you haven't been paying attention, or if you're in denial and self-absorbed and all about yourself, like I believe most of Americans are, a lot of the world is coronavirus free now. New Zealand, Thailand, Taiwan, these are countries that have zero cases of the virus. So if you're trying to think it's all political, just look at all these examples of other countries that took it serious from the start and didn't riot and protest and get mad with the shutdown, they are now coronavirus free. They have no viruses. They are living normal lives now. For Americans, we're in the start of the second wave and it's just beginning. And with July 4th this last weekend, I believe it is July, I mean, I I would say around July 16th, 17th, 18th, it's going to hit us like it's never hit us before. Now I do believe it is overhyped and blah, blah, blah. But it is also real. It's a virus. You know, the mortality rate's under 1%, but that doesn't mean it. I mean, 1% of billions of people is still a lot of people. I think we've hit over 3 million cases in America. Now, granted, those might be skewed numbers and they're not completely accurate, but other countries are coronavirus free. Just let that sink in for a second. So while we were all pissed off for being quarantined, other countries did the same. They sat through it, they listened, and they're now coronavirus free. Crazy. I don't think America is going to get out of this pandemic well into the future. I'm hoping it will be soon by November. But with how people reacted in July, July 4th, it's not going to be going away anytime soon. And I, I, re- I truly hope I'm wrong. I really do. It's, you know, I like being right about a lot of things and, you know, I want to learn the most about everything and try to, you know, give information. And this is something I think, I think a lot of people are going to get sick in a couple of weeks. I think July 4th, like everybody just disregarded that we're in a pandemic. And I've seen so many stories of people just getting hammered with just, you know, tens of 20, 30, 40 people at their party sharing drinks. You know, and people are talking about, oh, we're healthy. Well, you don't know you're fucking healthy, man. <laughs> you have no idea. Just because you don't feel it right now doesn't mean you don't have the virus and that you can give it to other people. <laughs> and another thing that's happened this last week, Jazane Maxwell. I, I think that's how you pronounce her name. Jazane Maxwell, for those of you that don't know, is the mistress of the, quote, late Jeffrey Epstein. Which, if you don't know who Jeffrey Epstein is, you've probably you've been living in Iraq for this past five months, I guess. Jeffrey Epstein is a filthy rich person. He has a documentary on Netflix called Filthy Rich. He is someone so rich that nobody knew how he came to uh, his power. And he had his own island for pedophilia. He takes all these elitists from Americans or from America, and you know, these celebrities these very wealthy people, he takes them to their island and lets them do whatever the hell they want. And they take so many underage people over there. 
for for women, there's underage women that they you know they rape and they sexually abuse, they harass, they even go as far as torturing and killing these kids. They're taking these immigrants that ICE you know loses in their camps. Which how the hell do you lose kids in a camp that you're watching like a jail cell? Just like how Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, which he 100% did not kill himself. He did not kill himself. He did not kill himself. I was actually talking to a friend yesterday, and it was after we watched the first episode. We obviously didn't watch it together, but when I watched it, I brought it up. And we both had the same exact thought as soon as we were watching is Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself for one, but I don't think he's dead. I think they, you know, did the suicide so that they can get him out. I mean, you guys have no idea. This guy is connected to everybody that's in power. Donald Trump was best friends with him for so long. I think dating back to 1994 when he first opened up his island and whatever. So everybody that's supporting Trump right now really want to know your analysis on how you're completely ignoring the fact that he's best friends with a pedophile. I mean, just think about that. He's, you know, you are who you hang out with. And if you're surrounding yourself with pedophiles, you don't think he is as well? I mean, he has all these, you know, allegations and accusations against him. You know, obviously it's guilty until proven innocent, but, and you know, and you never know. But, I mean, we have a president who is a TV host. I've never, I don't think in history, any other country's had a TV host as president, by the way. I mean, you can fact check me. I have no idea. I just, I'm saying it because I don't think so. But we have a TV host as a president. And if you haven't noticed, America is just super self-absorbed and narcissistic. And they're all about themselves now. And I believe that's a representation of our leadership. I mean, I don't, like I said before, dude, there's other countries that are opening up right now. And we're the only one that's going through this second wave of just nastiness. I mean, China has a wave of, I guess, bubonic plague, but they're controlling it and it's not spreading. Coronavirus, I don't even think they have that many cases anymore. There's other countries opening up completely normal now. That's nuts that, you know, we didn't take it seriously in the beginning and this is what's going to happen. You know, we're going to be in like this for, for so long. But, yeah, and another thing, I mean, Trump just withdrew from the, the World Health Organization this is an organization created to help the world with medical. Like we have a TV host that thinks they know more than scientists and people that are working in labs. Now, like I've said on podcasts before, it all could just be fake. It could be. And like I said, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I hope I'm wrong. But I don't think so. I think so many people are going to get sick from this July 4th little fiasco that everybody was in denial about the, the you know, the, the virus. It's going to hit hard. Anywho, Jazane Maxwell, that's the mistress of Jeffrey Epstein, was arrested, I, I believe it was Friday or Thursday of this last week. And she is, I think I saw she was put in the same cell as Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> so it's already sketchy. They put her on suicide watch the day after they arrested her. Wow, that's sketchy. It's what they did with Jeffrey Epstein before he, you know, killed himself. Or like I think, I think they just extracted him from the jail cell because he's so powerful. They don't need to kill him. I mean, well, I mean, they obviously could. 
but I believe they're all friends with him and they want him alive because he gave them all their power and sick fetishes. Anyway, Jazane Maxwell is supposed to drop names, I think, July 11th. She's not going to make it then. If if they really did kill Jeffrey Epstein, they're 100% going to kill Jazane Maxwell too, right? That's what I would assume. Or they're just going to extract her and say they she killed herself again. I mean, even her attorney and lawyer believes she's in grave danger and doesn't believe she's going to make it out alive. He doesn't believe she's going to make it till July 11th. So that's just a food for thought. So much corruption is happening and people are focusing on themselves, which, you know, it is a time you should be doing what's best for you, but this is also a time where you should be looking out for other people and not just yourself. And I believe America has lost sight of that. I think it's it's all about yourself. It's all about yourself in America. But so with 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 the Fourth of July, you know, I was getting a lot of shit because I I posted something on Facebook, which I just posted without even thinking. I just thought it was funny, like, oh, there's so much shit happening in America that proves America is not the greatest country in the world just completely. I mean, we have no, no other country in the world. I mean, obviously there's fucking super impoverished countries and third world countries that have it worse, obviously. But when we're talking about the greatest country in the world, we're talking about first world countries, right? There's so many other countries that have, I mean, the, the big, the biggest uh, answer to what makes America great. Well, our, it's our freedom. It's our freedom, man. It's our freedom. But every other first world country has freedom. So why does that make America great? Because we have the same rights as other countries. I mean, when you, you look at the statistics, our, our educations, I mean, there's 50 other countries that are smarter than us, our medical, obviously now with Trump in office and he, you know, withdrawing from the world health organization, our, our health and medical, it was, I think like 30th. I thought, well, that's dropping hella now because other people, other countries took it seriously and Americans obviously prove that we are not very smart. And like I've, like I've said previously twice now, hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm the idiot. I really do. I hope you guys are a lot smarter than me when it comes to this virus. Because, you know, you can't really, you know, anything you see on the internet, it's obviously it's either going to be false or it's going to be true. You just pick a side. But when you look at other countries and how they're working towards the virus, I think maybe we should follow, I guess, in their path. But America is so self-absorbed that we can't follow other countries' leads because we have to be the best, which we're not. Which, you know, I hate to say, I live in, I was born here, I live here, I want it to be. And I think it's more, you know, I've seen, it's more patriotic to see the flaws in your country and try to improve it than to just blindly ignore it, you know? Uh, So... You know, I, you know, I don't really want to talk about all this negative stuff all the time. You know, I, I liked my last episode where, you know, I had Cody on here and we were just talking about fun shit. And that was a relief from all the, the other stuff that's happening. Uh, so, so, you know, with all that said, you know, I want to kind of end all that negativity. So I want to start talking about some, some good shows that I've been watching, my fiance and I. I don't know if you guys have watched. Uh, it's on Netflix. There's a couple of them. The Good Place and Rhythm and Flow. Mind you, I, there's three seasons of The Good Place and there's one season of Rhythm and Flow. And 
I think we binge watched both of them within a week. Like we just completely killed it. I mean, such good shows. I think the the good place is a show with Kristen Bell, who, by the way, is completely hilarious. She her acting is so well with the show. Her jokes are just on point. Her timing is just precise. Uh, the the whole show is it's very well art. You know, it's articulated very well to opening up your mind about. Uh, I guess it is heaven. They call it the good place in there. You know, there's a good place, the bad place. And it's just talking about these alternate uh, realities to where you can enter the afterlife and you can go back to earth and stuff like this. And, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but it's, there's so many plot twists that happen. You know, the first season is all about how they're at, they're in the afterlife. The second is back on earth. And the third is, you know, in between each and how they can try to be better people and stuff like that. And it's, really 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 mind twisting and you know i like shows like that that make you think and you don't know what's going to happen next and there's a plot twist at the end super super good show i definitely recommend that the other one is rhythm and flow now this 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 show is definitely not um for everybody it's definitely not it's a rap and hip-hop show it is a show to where there's people that think they're good enough to make it but they just haven't had the opportunity so it you know there's hosts of Chance the Rapper, T.I., and Cardi B. And they 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 work very well together. I think they're really good hosts. <clears throat> the show is about them. They perform. I think first they just come up and they, they rap an original. And they're like, okay, you're good enough to go to L.A. You can rap in our show. You know, and there's a guy named Flawless and D-Smoke, London B, uh, Troy Man. I really, really, really liked Flawless. He was my favorite. Um, just because I feel like his passion was there. He, you know, you can feel it in his voice. You can hear it in his voice. He, he just sang with a lot of passion. I like that. D smoke was, he, I mean, this guy played piano, guitar, all these different instruments. He was a performer. This dude, he, he was a performer. This guy was freaking sweet. He, he was, uh, he came in clutch at the end. Uh, if you haven't watched it, if you're into hip hop and rap, you have to watch that show. You have to, have to, have to, have to watch the show because it's just everything producing, everything music, hip hop, rap. It, it just goes so in depth with everything and how to, I guess if you're trying to, you know, get into all this music thing, that's a really good show to, to show you what it takes to actually, you know, get into it. And they give you tips and pointers and how to do all this stuff. And it's really, really, really good show for, for learning about the music industry. <clears throat> Uh, and, and I'm actually reading a book right now. Uh, it's called How Not to Diet. I don't know if anybody else is kind of, you know, during this whole pandemic and quarantine and all this shit that's going on. I don't know if anybody else is kind of struggling with, I guess, putting on weight or not being able to manage it well, uh, it, you know, without working out, you know, gyms were closed for a little bit. I personally do go to the gym now. Uh, you know, you have to wear a mask and everything. And I'm, I hope they don't close down anytime soon. Probably is going to in two weeks. I think the gyms are going to close down in two weeks because of all the July 4th, people are going to get sick, but I hope it doesn't because the gym is something that really gets you, uh, I guess your mind off of everything that's going on, but how not to die. It's a really good book on how to focus on what, what you should be eating. Not necessarily. Obviously there's diet books of like, oh, this is a fad, this is a fad, this is a fad, but this is 
you know, there's so many different references, you know, you read, you read a chapter and then it'll give you all the references on where to look it up so that you can research it for yourself. So he's not telling you like, this is exact hundred percent correct information. I'm going to give you this information and I'm going to give you the resources to look it up for yourself. So whether you believe me or not, that's up to you. I, you know, it's a doctor. He was a PhD. Uh, I think it's like five bucks on Amazon. I think I got it for five to 15. I'm not sure. I know there's a five in it. Five or 15. Definitely recommend that if you're trying to look on a healthier path. It's definitely telling you how all these diet fads, you know, the, the keto diet and the gluten-free stuff, it's it's all just bullshit to make, you know, a quick buck. It's it's a pyramid scheme pretty much. You know, they they come, you know, if you haven't noticed with all the, the diets, they come real quick. Within a month, they're gone, you know. I mean, I, I don't know what the, the, the diet is now. I think it's just <laughs> sitting at home drinking beers, right? I mean... I enjoy that, which is part of the problem of how <laughs> can't really get all this freaking weight off from the quarantine. But <sighs> anywho, I think w when I was talking about with the um, some Netflix shows, uh, my fiance and I, Kayla, we are really, really, really into game shows. I guess for us, they're 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 interactive, you know, so you kind of feel like you're in the show as well. Obviously, you don't get freaking win any of the money, God dang it. But, you know, you get to answer and you guys, you know, you kind of compete. You know, we kind of compete with each other like, oh, here, you know, when sanity is one, the floor is lava is another. That one's freaking, that one's hilarious. It's like a little kid show of, you know, as a kid, we used to always play the floor is lava, right? And they made it into an adult uh, game show which is sweet because there's so many different obstacles. They change the map all the time. And that's definitely something to watch just to, you know, it's really interesting. But with the game shows, uh, what is it? Minute to Win It was another one. And what Kayla and I have noticed is that, you know, with, with all this, you know, the, the sheep thing, like people are talking about the mask wearing. It's like, if you're wearing a mask, you're a sheep and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, we kind of noticed that they incorporate that into game shows as well. The game show Minute to Win It, right? <sighs> Anton Ono, I forgot his first name. Anton Ono is the host. And whenever whenever there's a contestant, it's a pair of two. So whenever the contestants are doing really well and they're winning a lot of money, all of a sudden they get a phone call or they phone somewhere to where it's someone they haven't talked to in 10 years or it's their sister or you know, someone they haven't seen or heard from, or, you know, they, they find these people to emotion, you know, they, they call them and they have them talk to this person while they're on the game show to like emotionally cripple them so that they fuck up and they start to lose, which is just, it's crazy. Like there's these, th this game show, they, they have it to where they can control whether you win or not. And they know exactly how to make you lose. You know, they call and they make you emotionally you know distant and you know you take your mind off the game so it's like oh this guy's you know they're at 100 grand let's ha phone in their sister they haven't talked to in 10 years they don't even know is still alive and they have these pe these contestants are completely balling they're they're crying they're talking to their family and then right after like all right now you're gonna jump into this next task while, while they're still crying and there's tears all over their face and it's like all right get in there do your best Man, that sucks. And, you know, with Winsanity, it's a, it's a game show about they randomly select someone in the audience. They come up there 
and they have to put 10 facts in order and they start with, you know, sections of like four, three, two, one. And you get the crowd involved as well. So when this person is up there, they're not, they, they do make the decision decisions by themselves, but they can get help from the, the audience. So if there's any audience members that like, oh, I know exactly what this is about. You need to listen to me, blah, blah, blah. They can, they can talk whenever they, you know, raise their hand or whatever. And it's kind of the same thing with the minute to win it. You know, this, this person, they have eight facts in a row. They're about to do the last two and they have it in the right spot. And then all of a sudden this random audience member raises their hand. They're like, oh no, that's in the wrong spot. This is what I do. I, you know, I'm a freaking announcer for the soccer league. I know exactly how many goals were scored this year. And so then the person's like, okay, they must know they're in this, you know, that's their profession. I'll listen to them completely wrong, completely just botches the whole show. The contestant loses the audience member. Oh, you know, dang it. I was wrong, but no, those people are strategically placed there to make the contestant lose. I believe at least I believe, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Uh, but, oh shoot, I forgot one of the, there's a movie, um, called before I fall. It's also on Netflix. I guess I've been watching too much Netflix. That's all I've been talking about, I guess this episode, but Before I Fall is a movie on Netflix. I think it came out in 2017. It's it's really 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 it's kind of like The Good Place I was talking about. It's 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 a sh- it's a movie about a girl who is a popular girl. She's kind of a bitch. Her whole group is they're mean girls, you know. And she dies, you know. But she wakes up the next morning. She doesn't she's the only person that remembers, nobody around her remembers. And she keeps going through this day of her dying and she doesn't know why. So she has to figure out exactly why she keeps waking up and dying or why she dies and she wakes up the next morning, like nothing happened. And she keeps replaying the same day over and over and over. And it, you know, it's, it goes through really in depth about, you know, mental health, about how the brain works about, I mean, it's, it's really rough watch sometimes with bullying because there's a lot of bullying in it, but it's something that is, very, I guess we need it because it's, it makes people uncomfortable. And I think making people uncomfortable, obviously in the right senses is beneficial to people making people uncomfortable by being a fucking douchebag and a, a, a predator or a pedophile, like all these other guys is not what I'm talking about. I think, you know, getting out of your comfort zone is definitely how you progress and be better as a person. And with, before I fall, it's definitely a movie about, you know, bullying and, mental health and you know the ways that people get messed up by literally saying or doing one thing to a person and it's really really nice show or i'm sorry movie it's a really good movie uh so so with this next thing you know before i before i wrap up with this new house that kayla and i got you know we just moved in we moved in on my birthday last month june 4th you know is happy birthday to me got a new house you know that's sweet uh, so, so we've been in here for over a month and I've noticed that, you know, my whole life, my whole well, 26 years of life before I moved in here. So I guess 25 years when, wherever I would live, you know, whether it be with my, my mom or, you know, off to, off to school in my dorms or, uh, you know, living with friends, I've always noticed that I, I, as soon as I get home. I go to my room, close the door, 
just self-isolate. Cut myself off from every everywhere else in the house. I don't go out there. And I wasn't really too sure why because, uh, you know, it wasn't that I wanted to be away from people. I am, I'm a, I am a very, I guess, alone person. I don't know if that's the right word. I love to have my alone time. I've always separated myself from, from people. Uh, but with this, with this house that we move into, I've noticed that I never spend any time at all in my room anymore. I'm either in the living room, either here in my studio or in the backyard. The only, the only time I'm ever really in the room is, you know, an hour before we go to bed, just to wind down and relax and everything. And it, it's really freeing. You know, I, being so cooped up in your room your whole life and then realizing like, yo, I could have been outside in the living room and outside in my backyard and, you know, seeing all these things that I haven't seen before, experience all this stuff. It's really cool. Uh, you know, and it, it's really eye-opening that if you are, you know, and I, and I get it, people. Being in your room, having your alone time, it's awesome, but I think you should try to get out of your room. I think getting out of it, it's a, it's really freeing, you know. It's very, I guess, promoting of your self-confidence, I guess. Maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> so so with, with the whole Epstein thing and, you know, these billionaires and stuff like that, I and I've always, always been a person to advocate for, you know, if you work hard, fuck it, have that money. You're a billionaire. Uh, you worked for it. You deserve it. And now that I'm getting older, I really, I really don't think that's the mindset to have anymore. I, I don't think there should be people with billions of dollars and there's others in the same country, right? America, we have so many billionaires and then there's also so many impoverished, you know, counties and states and stuff like that with so many people that are struggling. And then you look over here to the left and this guy has billions of dollars. People don't need that much money. You know, and I'm never, I'm, I've never been the guy to be like, oh, well, he's worked hard. He doesn't deserve the money. But I think at a certain point, you need to just, we need to have a cap on the money that people can uh, intake. I think there should be a cap. I mean, and like I said, I don't know how we can do it. How can we can incorporate something like that? But I don't think there should be any billionaires in America with people being hungry and homeless and stuff like that. Oh, shoot. I, I just saw the other day, was it Finland? I think it was Finland. I want to say it's Finland. They have, they have zero homeless people now. They have, they have figured out a way to get rid of homelessness. Whew. It's looking like America is not the place to be, right? So these other countries are opening up. They have no viruses. They're pandemic-free. And then you have these other countries that they, they've solved the homeless problem, guys. They've solved the homeless problem. Why? Because they're taking care of people that are in need. Uh, I, I definitely think we need to research on what Finland did to get rid of homelessness because America, obviously, and us in Bakersfield, you go downtown, whew, it is littered with homeless people. You know, and there's a lot of people that are like, oh, well, they're just druggies and they choose that path and blah, blah, blah. But in Finland, they chose that path and then they all got help. There's no more homeless people. I want to say it's Finland. I'm going to look it up after this. I should have done it before just to make sure, but I think it was Finland. They got rid of homeless, homeless people. No more homeless people. That's nuts. Anyway, 
So that is the episode four. I want to, you know, I've been thinking about it lately. I haven't, I haven't figured out a name for my podcast show yet. If anybody has any ideas or can help me figure out a way to promote it or advertise or get a name, I would love that. I've been getting so much feedback on these podcasts and oh man, it it helps so much. I love having these, you know, different people with different opinions and views come in to tell me what's worked for them or how they think it should do. Um, you know, shout out to Chase Thomas uh, and David Flores. These guys are hustling to try and get their music career out there. I don't know if you guys have checked them out yet. I definitely think you guys should. Uh, I've been, you know, they've been helping me out, giving me a lot of feedback, and they've been doing streaming and, uh, you know, with their music and everything like that. D-Flow is what his name is, David Flores. There's one song, man. I, I, I hope he hope he comes talks to me and give me the the name of that song but dude cody he showed me the song of david whoo that thing was fire i i was listening to it. i was like damn dude who's this and he's like dude that's david flores man we know that guy he's like hell yeah we know that guy that thing is sweet but that anyway that is the end of this episode four shout out to chase and david go give them a look if anybody has any feedback for me critiques if anybody wants to help me make a name for this podcast uh for the show Definitely would love to hear that. Anyway, have a blessed day. Have a great day. Try to be better people. Try to understand others. Let's have open mind. Let's love each other. Let's just do better as America. Let's try to make it great. I'm, I, I hate to be that guy, but I don't think it's that great right now. And I think we can get it to being great again. Anyway, have a good day, guys. Thanks for listening. Peace out.